Hello, EKN Nation. Welcome to This Week in Carding. It is February 20th, 2024. I am David Cole, going to be joined by Nate Dean as we are providing you episode 75 of our podcast show. Again, This Week in Carding provides you all the major news that has hit the ECAN homepage over the past couple of weeks. Uh, it has been a, roughly about a month since we had our last podcast. We had a couple back-to-back trackside weekends that has kept us busy and uh of course, catching up and getting ready for those trips have uh, delayed in recording our podcast of This Week in Carding, where, again, we're trying to give you all the major news and notes uh, from the sport of carding. Great for listening at home, on the way or to home from work, et cetera, in the garage, anywhere you can get your podcast while you're working out, et cetera. So uh, with that, we'll uh, get into this episode, which is presented by Factory Carts. Made in the USA. It's not just a statement. It's the mission at Factory Carts of America. Led by four-time Super Nationals champion Billy Musgrave, Factory Carts manufactures their frames completely in-house at their Riverside, California facility. Built and designed from the ground up specifically for the American carting market, Factory Carts brings new innovations and solutions that are long overdue. No other carting manufacturer stands behind its product as Factory Carts does providing a two-year warranty on all their frames. Learn more by visiting factorycarts.com or email Billy anytime at info at factorycarts.com. So Nate, it has been since January 22nd, 2024, where we recorded episode 74. It's been it's been a busy month um, traveling. And of course, once getting, getting back into the home office, uh, with a lot going on with the sport, we're just wrapping up, what, six straight weeks of carting in the state of Florida as well. Yeah. I mean, since the start of the year, you had the first weekend off. And then ever since then, it's been either winter series for Scusa, uh, Rotax or Florida winter tour. So it's been a pretty busy uh, schedule for people, including challenge of the Americas on the West coast. So not a lot of time to lay back and breathe, but finally a bit of an off weekend for most teams as they, uh, the pro season is going to be coming around the corner in the next few weeks here. Yeah, not really an off weekend because we got road tax racing and Texas Sprint Racing Series happening um, both in uh, NOLA Motorsports Park for for the for the Texas program and Phoenix Kart Racing Association hosting the race road tax U.S. Trophy West Series. So again, and then we're right back into it next weekend. We'll be me and Rob will be trackside for challenging the America's second stop at Tucson. And then we'll get into the Supercarts USA pro tour right after that. So it's just, again, we, like we saw last year, nonstop during the first few months of the year. Um, and, and more is expected in 2024 for sure. Um, and something that's not starting until April this year, last year, they started or last few years, they've been starting in March. The United States Pro Kart Series, they uh, shifted their schedule to kind of get off all the winter stuff and are starting in April when we head to the Speed Sports Race Park Racing Park in New Caney, Texas for their 2024 opener. And US United States Pro Kart Series just announced the prize package for the 2024 season, highlighted by the pro categories getting a, a pretty hefty chunk of cash prizes uh, for their, their one main event on the weekend. Yeah. Uh, like you said, a bit of a increase there. Pro classes have a 
bit of a split, $5,000 going down the order, five grand, uh, three and a half, and then 2,000 for each weekend. And then another thing being added on is IAMI Warrior final tickets towards the championship prize package for those in Mini X30 Junior and X30 Pro. So kind of the same thing that you see on the Rotax side of things, USPKS uh, doing that with their in further involvement with uh, the IAMI factory this year. Same with Scusa with those Warrior final tickets being awarded. Yeah, it's it's uh, it was missing from USPKS, I think, last year. I don't think they had any of those tickets already available. Nobody was really using them, and that's something we've seen over the last couple of years. So I know IAMI Factory is really trying to promote uh, the, the, the United States drivers getting back to the IME Warrior Final, which is their kind of world championship style event. Um, this last year, I believe, moved to Valencia and it's going to returning once again to Valencia. So moved away for Loma, France, where we saw, I think nearly every year it was there, we saw some kind of rain <laughs> over and over. You know, we had Brent Cruz winning there. We had Brandon Lemke do really well over there. David Malukas, uh, IndyCar driver winning over there. I think what almost now 10 years ago, I think 2014 might've been the year he won there. So um, U S has been a prominent fixture at the event, but over the last couple of years, it really hasn't been. So I I think getting these tickets and wrapping up our championships early enough. So these, these champions or, or drivers who select the tickets will be able to go. Hopefully we'll see more uh, USA driver involvement uh, moving forward. Uh, USPKS continuing to, to shell out money. They got over 50,000 in contingency prizes. I think the, the total for their, their program is, is well over the 150,000 mark, uh, including the new geo cup team championship. Normally the, the, the top team would receive a trophy this year. United States pro Kart series is adding $5,000 to the top team in 2024. So, um, certainly interesting to see that um, added with USPKS. But uh, again, they will uh, they will be kicking things off in April once we get to the Speed Sports Racing Park uh, in New Caney, Texas. Um, another program that is working with another international program um, is Race Rotax. They are working with the XGEL Driver Exchange Program to Japan, uh, moving into the U.S. Trophy Series programs that will be starting up here pretty soon. That includes sending a mini max, a junior max, and senior max driver to compete at the max champ series in Japan. So, Nate, this is an opportunity where we normally send drivers to Europe. This is going the opposite direction. This is sending drivers to Asia and going to race against the best road tax racers in Japan, where they've had a number of drivers do very well in the road tax max challenge program. Yeah, and... I mean, like you said, with a lot of uh, our talent going over to Europe, a lot of European talent coming over here, you s- see that quite often in pretty much any major karting series you go to. Um, you don't see a lot of our drivers or their drivers from the eastern side of things, from the Asian continent. You don't see a ton of representation there or any of our drivers uh, wanting to race over there. So it's a really cool opportunity uh from rotax to allow at least our drivers a bit of a new experience maybe a bit of different racing over there compared to what they might find in europe or in the u.s but a unique opportunity for sure not something i've 
seen in the years of uh, following the sport from my end. So definitely be cool for those drivers to get the opportunity. Yeah, we, we kind of see a couple a, uh, drivers from a, the Asia countries come over to uh, to compete in the U.S. We've seen uh, a number of them moving to Europe and racing there. Some, you know, calling the U.K. home, some, I think, in, in the UAE as well, too. But uh, it'll be great to see. Uh, so three drivers, Mini Max, Junior Max and Senior Max, one from each category, going to be representing U.S. at the Max Champ Series. Uh, in return, three top-ranked drivers from Japan will be coming over to compete at the U.S. Trophy Final in August. So I think that's going to be a really cool scenario to see is, is drivers from Japan coming over. And, and it could be some of the drivers you might see at the Rotax Grand Finals, too, depending on who they do send over. Um, as Japan has had a regular uh, solid crew of drivers going over to compete at the Rotax Grand Finals. Uh, among those in the driver search here for the United States is Alessandro Brizan. Uh, some of you from the sport may know him from years past. He used to be a J3 competition comp cart driver winning in USPKS and other programs as well. And he's been on a lot of car racing uh, over the last several years. Um, so he's, he's going to be part of the driver search along with Uki, Uki, Ukyo Sashahara, I want to say. That's I've never heard his name um, aside from the fact that the Rotax Grand Finals, he won in 2009 and 2011 in junior max competition. So it has been a long time since I've heard the name uh, actually pronounced properly. Uh, so he is a, a car driver as well, too. Um, so he's going to be part of the driver search as well. So certainly, you know, when I talk about Japan having a, a good, solid uh, Rotax participation and experience, yeah, uh, Sasara certainly does have that with two uh, grand final victories uh, in 2009 and 2011. And again, the West Series, as we mentioned earlier, begins this weekend at the Phoenix Kart Racing Association. Uh, so you still have a couple days to get over there and be part of the U.S. Trophy Series West program. Uh, with that, we'll head into our first commercial break. And when we return, we'll talk Nitro Kart the Skip Barber Formula Race Series, and Stockholm Karting Center after this. Ready to step up your game? Joining the Rawlison Performance Group is the obvious choice to take your racing to the next level. Industry-leading driver development is provided by our staff of multi-time national champions, Super Nationals winners, and Team USA members. And at the same time, RPG continues to be a national-level powerhouse race team. Our goal is to help you raise your game and win races. We work with all age groups and are focused on developing those cadet and junior drivers who are ready to take the next step in their racing program. Rawlson Performance Group has set a new standard with our in-house engine program, AVP Engines, headed by Alex Vincent. AVP has become the benchmark in IAMI competition. We have the largest OTK inventory that follows our race team, providing trackside parts at all the major events in North America. RPG also offers multilingual support with French, Spanish, and Portuguese-speaking staff. If you want to fight for championships or want to improve your skills and your chances to win, the answer is to call RPG at 503-260-4514. The Rawls and Performance Group. We race to win. It 
all started in 1994, when former successful kart driver Albino Perlin decided to move his passion for karting from the track to his small workshop. That's when Perlin was born. Fast forward 20 years and Perlin's passion for the sport led to the company rejoining international competitions as a factory team in WSK and CIK FIA races with the aim of enhancing the research and development process, immediately achieving notable results around Europe, North America, and Asia, becoming the CIK FIA Asia Pacific KZ champion in the same year. Perlin USA is North America's source for Perlin products we run a factory team at all of the major Supercarts USA and Rock Cup USA events. The Parallel chassis lineup for 2021 includes the Invader Shifter, the Le Mans tag single speed chassis for junior and senior classes, and a 28 millimeter mini kart for the cadet classes. Parallel has been winning races all over the world, and it's on top of the podium in the USA as well with drivers like Kai Sorensen, Mateus Arjuela, and Alessandro de Tullio. Get on the chassis that's winning. Drive a Parolin. For more information, head to ParolinUSA.com. Fast, fair, and fun. Ignite Karting offers you all of that at an affordable price. Ignite Karting utilizes the spec Margay Ignite K3 with a sealed Briggs & Stratton 206 engine and a Hoosier R80 tire. Everyone in the rookie, junior, Senior, Heavy, and Masters classes compete on the same Ignite K3 chassis, which puts all the emphasis squarely on driver development. Additionally, Ignite Karting is accessible at the local, regional, and national level. Special events for the 2024 season include the Ignite Majors, which began with the annual trip to the Daytona International Speedway in December as part of the WKA Daytona Kart Week as part of both the sprint and road race events. Those in the Midwest can enjoy the regionally-based Ignite Challenge, which features 12 races at six iconic facilities. Local club programs have also been established in other states all across the country, from Idaho to Texas, Nebraska to New York, with more tracks and clubs joining the Ignite karting program every year. Be part of fast, fun, and great memories with Margay Racing at an Ignite track near you. All information on Ignite events and Ignite card packages, including dealers in your area, are available at IgniteCarding.com. Get off the couch and onto the track this year. Ignite Carding, fuel your passion. And welcome back to episode 75 of This Week in Carding. It is February 20th, 2024. I'm David Cole, joined by Nate Dean, as we are again bringing you the major news that has hit the ECAN homepage. Over the past couple of weeks, basically a month since our last show, which we recorded towards the end of January, uh, getting into some more news and notes regarding the industry. Nitro Kart has is reestablishing their race team and looking at competing in the 2024 Cup Karts North America program. Nate, this is a, a pretty cool kind of getting back into it um, that we're seeing from Nitro Kart as they're going to be <clears throat> as as owner Nick Tucker and uh, his crew are getting back into into hosting a race team, this time focused solely on four-cycle racing. Yeah, for sure. Um, obviously, a lot of big names in karting have come out of that team with Brent Cruz, Connor Zillish, both of them finding some uh, success in car racing, and then the likes of Hayden Jones, who, what, no matter 
what weekend or what track configuration you put him at. He's always going to be quick in uh, X30 competition, but it's cool to see them coming back. They still have a lot of representation in the cadet side of things. Those nitro car chassis are still doing pretty well. They've fallen off a little bit in the junior and senior side of representation, but good to see them reestablishing themselves in CKNA and the South series, which ultimately is a series that's growing. So really good place for them to get back into the game. Yeah. Getting reestablished with the South pro South division, uh, which was already held the winter nationals and NOLA motorsports park and uh, Jacksonville, their second stop. And then heading up to the Atlanta motor motorsports park here, uh, I believe at the end of April, but before that they'll be going to basically a home racetrack, uh, Charlotte Motor Speedway for the Spring Nationals, which again is is setting record numbers and could could exceed what we saw from Grand National Seven here in October with uh, the amount of entries that they're receiving for the event. But could, uh, Nitro Kart going to be a big part of that, uh, led by Cody Johnson uh, leading the race team along with new driver coach Eric Fagan, who we've seen with MGM and a number of other uh, programs. So a good combination there. Cody Johnson still. Um, continuing to work on the two cycle side of things, uh, which, which is a relationship with Ryan Perry Motorsport, going to Scusa, USPKS, and other events uh, that the Ryan Perry Motorsport tent does follow. So Johnson will continue to work with the two cycle drivers on that side with RPM and then kind of lead the things for the four cycle race team alongside Eric Fagan. Again, arrive and drive, tent space, transport, and coaching all available through the Nitro Kart race team. With that, we'll head into some pro progression information. Uh, Carter's added to the 2024 Skip Barber Formula Race Series grid. Um, we just penned an article last week talking about a few drivers that are graduating from the sport of karting into the car racing, which the Skip Barber Formula Race Series or the racing schools are the best way to utilize that jump. Uh, Oliver Weldon, the younger brother of Sebastian Weldon, who just won last year's Skip Barber Formula Race Series program. He's going to be going into the USF Juniors program in 2024. So Oliver trying to follow suit, uh, along with California driver Ryan Gianetta. Uh, Gianetta is uh, a GFC driver and Formula Works driver as well, too. So he's making the jump into Formula Cars in 2024, along with Canadian Caleb Campbell. Uh, jumping into the Formula Race Series. And Nate, they're racing for a pretty prestigious prize to being part of the Skip Barber Formula Race Series. Yeah, and the $100,000 scholarship won't be too bad as well. A lot of really, really talented drivers have come out of uh, the Skip Barber ranks, Joseph Newgarden, just to name one. So a really, really solid place for young drivers to really make that move from carts to cars and get used to uh, mainly the Formula 4 machinery that these guys will be utilizing in the Formula Race Series this season. A pretty jam-packed calendar from them visiting a lot of iconic tracks. Uh, Sebring starting things off in the first weekend of March and over to NOLA Motorsports Park in April. Cirque the Americas in May, VIR, the full course in June, heading to Road America, August, Lime Rock Park in also in August, and then VAR Grand Course to finish off things, which is a 
really a tour of all the best facilities in the u.s so a little bit jealous for those drivers but should be interesting to see some of the familiar faces that we've seen in karting and how they fare in formula racing yeah the um uh and not going too far west i think they had uh, laguna seca in last year so that i think that's the only one that when you when you say iconic racetrack i think that's the only one really missing uh from this schedule but yeah getting things kicked off next week in uh sebring uh for the opener of the 2024 skip barber formula race series again uh seven weekends 14 races is what i recall that being um, a really solid program. And again, all racing to be champion of 2024 and win that $100,000 scholarship to compete in the 2025 USF juniors program. Uh, Nate, we'll get into kind of home news for you as new owner for Stockholm Karting Center as cart lift owner, Ted Fashing taking over ownership of Stockholm Karting Center. Yeah. And this is something that's been in the works for a while for, Ted, uh, originally owned uh, by John Miller, who, if that name is uh, kind of recognizable to you, he runs, he's part owner of an IMSA team that run in GTP and the Michelin uh, Pilot Challenge, as well with one of the Porsches and an Audi and Michelin Pilot. Track was originally built in 2002 with John Miller and a few other names. Uh, Kenny Vemberg, one of them, a bit of a legendary track designer here in the Midwest, or if you've driven uh if you're a north american carter who's pretty well versed you've probably driven on one of his circuits uh track is about 45 minutes west of the twin cities almost uh three quarters of a mile layout 14 corners uh but on the acquisition side of things ted bought stockholm karting center on the business side uh, a few years ago and now fully owning the land and the business on both sides, along with Cartlift that he took over from Tim Coyne just a few years ago. So really exciting stuff for him and all of those at Stockholm Karting Center who will be participating in a nine-week, 18-race uh, track-held series utilizing four layouts or so. So exciting times here in Minnesota, especially for someone who only lives about five minutes away from the track ted someone who really really cares about the track and is pretty well respected by everyone there so some very very positive news yeah what's what's kind of been the local feedback just all positive uh uh from from those who race at the at the racetrack and and kind of the future of of karting in in the area i the feedback's been positive but it's not been it, it Ted has run this and been so involved as a journal manager before this mm -hmm. that he was a lot of people look to him as the owner. And I think okay. a lot of people uh, obviously, like I said, see how much he cares, see how much time he puts into Stockholm and Cartlift and a couple of his other ventures. So now for him to have full control of that I think a lot of people trust where he's going to uh, bring the track, bring that uh, race series that is run there and a lot of positive outlook going into the future for this. Awesome. Good to hear. Uh, excited. And again, that, that I mean, cause again, the racetracks are what we have and what we need in order to, to compete at. And so that being what I think the lone karting track in Minnesota that I'm pretty sure yeah. I'm aware of. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Cause I think the other one was in Wisconsin. That was, that was just shut down a couple of years ago. That was the only one that was closer uh, to the Minneapolis area. So, 
um, yeah, it's great, great to hear. And um, again, I hope to go to that racetrack because again, the view of it is is just phenomenal to be able to look down at the racetrack. I think again, a lot of people take that for granted, and and it's a, a very cool. And the other racetrack that, um, uh, oh my gosh, I can't think of his name that, that designed the racetrack. Um, Kenny Venberg. Or- Kenny, yeah, Kenny Venberg. Yeah. The other notable racetrack is Shano, the racetrack in Shano, Wisconsin. He actually designed that one as well, too. And I think, again, if you ask anybody the best racetrack they've ever been on, best designed racetrack, it's Shano, Wisconsin. And I think so that says a lot for the Stockholm racetrack itself too without even going there and seeing it firsthand so uh so that's my little tidbit for that racetrack but uh, with that we'll head into our next commercial break and we'll get into some news about amarillo kart complex and a new chassis from the otk kart group what brand is known around the world for its innovation and success it is Sodi Kart. The Sodi brand returned in full force during the 2023 season thanks to the new exclusive importer, the Karting Distribution, led by industry veteran Terry Germanovich. The French manufacturer Sodi Kart is a leader within the karting industry, offering a wide range of products and services. The Sodi Racing chassis line offers products in classes from mini karts to KZ, all based on years of development and championship seasons around the world. Sodi Racing USA has expanded its dealer network over the last year, bringing the Sodi brand to several local clubs and regional programs. The Sodi Racing USA by PK Sports is the official race team, producing many victories in different levels across the board. And the new Pro Race Academy is designed to cater to the next generation of motor racing, helping boys and girls aiming to make their mark. Visit Sodi-Racing-USA.com to learn more about Sodi car chassis or call 954-634-5111 to become part of the Sodi Racing USA network today. Sodi Kart, the world leader in the karting industry. Wins in the sport's biggest races and championships in national and regional series all over the country, they're all on Nitro Kart's growing resume. Nitro Kart continues to make its statement as the best, fastest, and winningest cadet chassis on the American market. In 2021, Nitro Kart won the three biggest crowns in America in the Microsoft division, with Matteo, Rosu, and the Scusa Pro Tour, and both the Super Nationals and the USPKS titles with Keelan Harvick. At the Super Nats alone, three of the top five drivers on the podium got there on a Nitro Kart. The results are clear. If you want to win in cadet, get a Nitro Kart and join our team. At Nitro Kart, we're all about driver development. Nick Tucker and the Nitro Crew's racing resumes are extensive, and their passion for helping our kids learn is unparalleled. Racing is about consistent learning, and that's what we're all about here at Nitro Kart. Never wanting to quit, we've continued to extend the reach of our driver development program. In addition to expanding into the junior and senior karting categories, we've also launched Nitro Motorsports, which will field two cars this season in the Trans Am by Pirelli series one being piloted by karting champion Brent Cruz. Not only can we develop your young driver, but we can also provide the platform if a move to cars is in your plan. And our second seat is available. If you're serious about your driver's career, contact us today. CRG is one of the most iconic brands in karting. 
and we're primed and ready for the 2022 season with new material and a never-ending focus on winning. CRG Nordam is the North American distributor for all CRG products. Based outside of Houston, Texas, CRG Nordam supports CRG dealers across the continent, reaching every corner of North America. The CRG KT5 is our new chassis for tag and shifter racing, and it's been designed specifically for the U.S. market. The KT5 features 30mm construction with a 32mm front loop to increase front grip. CRG's new Ven 13 brake system is cutting-edge technology with a master cylinder that allows for pressure regulation within the system. Drivers can customize brake pressure to their own requirements to improve feel and to avoid brake lockup. The cart is finished with new KG 507-508 bodywork that has refined aerodynamics and reduced weight. For cadet drivers, the 2022 CRG Black Mirror is already logging positive results to start the new season. This chassis will be making big waves in 2022. Longtime CRG drivers will be happy to know that the CRG Road Rebel, the standard in quality and performance, is still available. With Force Cycle Racing enjoying consistent growth in North America, CRG's FS4 chassis is the ideal choice for racers in Briggs and Stratton competition. From pure racing to karting entertainment, many tracks, both indoor and outdoor, have made the switch to the CRG Centurion rental cart line. Five different models for both gas-powered or electric engines can fit any track's needs for a new rental cart fleet. CRG Nordam has a full inventory of rental carts available for new and existing facilities. For more information on the CRG product line, head to www.cartcrg.com and to inquire about a North American dealer near you, please email us at info at cartcrg-nordam.com. Welcome back to episode 75 of This Week in Carding. It is February 20th, 2024, as we Myself, David Cole, and Nadine are bringing you all the major news and notes from the ECAN homepage and the sport itself uh, over the last couple weeks, basically a month since our last show. Among that is the new uh, distribution of TB cart chassis product and rental cart lines. Amarillo Cart Complex expands network of distribution for TB cart and race labs. So this is a kind of a uh, gathering relationship between TB cart factory in Italy race lab here, which is the North American distributor for the TB cart brand and the Amarillo cart complex, which is based in uh, Panhandle, Texas. Again, everybody um, in the sport has been aware of the Amarillo cart complex becoming a very popular destination now owned by uh, Kyle Yashinsky um, and his family as they're going all in on the sport of karting. And bringing in the TB cart program along with the TB R25 rental carts and the full line of competition TB cart models available all through Amarillo Cart Complex. Um, they are going to be working alongside Race Lab, who does their own race team. But uh, Amarillo Cart Complex will also be focused really on the southern part of the United States, including the Texas Sprint Racing Series. So they will be providing or setting up a race team uh, that will be there this weekend at the Nolan Motorsports Park. So expect to see a lot of TB cart green um, going around this weekend. So Nate, this is a, a good expansion 
uh, for the TB cart brand and race lab. Yeah. Cool to see even more chassis representation, especially with TB cart who, uh, and race lab been slowly, but steadily building up their momentum and building up the people that really see that cart as an option to go to with the might of OTK and Burrell and other chassis manufacturers that most people will look to when wanting to buy their next chassis TV cart and race lab have really put their name into that mix. Uh, like you said, with them going to TSRS, uh, them signing a couple quote factory drivers from both sides of things. Alex Stanfield is going to be involved in that program. I believe on the, two cycle side of things and then jerry fandry on the four cycle side of racing so two very very quick and talented uh drivers that now will find a tv card and race lab home yeah excited to see what what kind of results they uh were able to muster up at nola motorsports park uh this weekend for the texas sprint racing series opener <clears throat> excuse me uh, next on the docket is the Carlos Sainz. Uh, I believe we know his name from formula one. If I recall, uh, he <laughs> and OTK cart group are presenting the new CS 55 racing cart. So very similar to what we've seen with Landon, Lando Norris and the LN racing cart. We are now getting with Carlos Sainz and the OTK cart group with their own, uh, essentially chassis, uh, branding. Uh, with uh, the CS55 label uh, on these that are going to be black, red, and yellow focused in color. So certainly a different look and, and concept that you're not familiar to see with the OTK chassis lines for sure. Um, Nate, obviously, Carlos Sanz, a, a very popular Formula One driver racing with, uh, with Ferrari now. And uh, correct? Yeah. Why am I blanking on that? Yeah, for now, not for much longer, yes, but yes, yeah, that's true. <laughs> Sorry, it's not 2025 yet. That's right. <laughs> um, but no different than his Ferrari teammate, Charles Leclerc, have his own chassis through Burrell Art brand. Um, so th it's, you know, I'm, I'm shocked we don't have 20 different uh, chassis brands from all of the, uh, the former, current Formula One drivers. Like maybe that's what you know, this whole, you know, you know, Formula One karting thing is, is trying to shoot for and, and getting uh, <clears throat> maybe all these guys to have their own brands. I don't know. Yeah, maybe. Um, definitely not something that was expected to add another uh, line to the OTK uh, line of products, which you have to think in at least Spanish formula. Uh, racing series for karting. There's just going to be the Fernando Alonso Car Republics and the Carlos Sainz OTKs, and it's probably just going to be those two <laughs> for the entirety of the country. Uh, cool to see, though, a bit of a different design language, at least on the graphic side of things, not much on the chassis. But I, yeah, it's cool to see the major racing drivers getting their own chassis, like you said, with Lando, now Carlos, Fernando uh, used to have one with OTK, now switching over to Car Republic. Uh, the likes of like Robert Kubica, Daniel Ricardo had chassis with Burrell. Still Hamilton had one with CRG for a very short time Yep. Uh, that kind of went under the rug. But I, I think it's cool to see. It definitely will. I think a lot of people in the Spanish market will probably get into that. And then anyone who's a Ferrari fan 
wherever you are might want to make the switch from whatever OTK or whatever chassis brand you are now to move to that CS55 cart. So it's it's all just preference, really, for that. But it's still cool to see Carlos uh, having an investment in karting still. Yeah, he does have some time with the OTK Kart Group, uh, a CIKFI Asia Pacific champion in 2018 and winner of the Monaco Kart Cup back in 2009. So again, does have the relationship with the OTK brand. Um, the CS55 will be 30 millimeter frame for single speed and shifter competition. So no cadet sizes, I don't believe is what the release was saying. So again, we'll have to get with OTK USA for, USA for more information about when that'll be, if it'll be readily available here in the United States. Um, very similar to the LN racing car. Gillard is obviously a newer brand for the OTK brand uh, market. Uh, adding along with the EOS, Expri, Cosmic, Tony Kart, and Red Speed. So uh, with that, we'll head into our final commercial break and we'll get into ECAN editorial, ECAN podcast review, ECAN radio network, and what's coming on ECAN after this. Is IndyCar your dream? If it is, for 2024 and beyond, the path from karting to IndyCar has gotten even clearer. It's time to look into the new USF Juniors program and the Tadis JR23. As a first step of the USF Pro Championships presented by Continental Tires, the USF Junior Series will feature a six-event, 13-race schedule to train racers for the move into the USF 2000 Championship presented by Continental Tires. Three of the events in 2024 will run alongside IndyCar at Mid-Ohio, Road America, and Portland. The champion will win a scholarship worth over $263,000, and there's a total prize fund that will exceed $330,000. The series utilizes the state-of-the-art Tadis JR23 race car, which is a development version of the USF22 used in USF2000. It's the ideal entry point for career-minded carters moving in to the car racing ladder. Safety is always front and center in the minds of the series promoters, and the new USF Juniors car also features the Halo, and races are supported by members of the AMR IndyCar safety team. If IndyCar is your goal, USF Juniors is the starting line. For more information, visit www.usfjuniors.com and follow USF Juniors on social media. Winning takes top quality equipment, flawless preparation, experienced coaching, and passion. And at Team GFC, we live our passion. Developed by American karting champion Gary Carlton, the GFC chassis has become one of the newest brands to reach the top of the podium in North America. GFC has garnered victories and championships at all levels of the sport since its debut at the end of 2018. Shifter car drivers are at the front of the field in the GT14 frame, with the SS31 a consistent contender in tag and 100cc competition. Team GFC has arrive and drive packages available for all categories, including the mini and micro classes utilizing the GFC RR5 cadet chassis. These young pilots have the opportunity to be part of the Team GFC Young Driver Development Program. 
Learn from one of the best American carters with 28 years racing at the highest levels of the sport, offering personalized training on and off the track. Follow GFC Karting on Facebook and Instagram or click over to gfccarting.com to learn more about joining Team GFC. GFC, live your passion. Kometic Gasket is a leading worldwide supplier of gaskets and engine sealing solutions for karting, automotive performance, power sports, original equipment, and the remanufactured engine industries. Kometic karting gaskets are available as OE replacement top end kits or as individual gaskets and seals. Just like competitive carters, Kometic can operate on the fly and has the unique capability to customize any gasket to meet specific engine requirements and clearances. All of Kometic's fiber materials are asbestos free and do not require any additional sealants. Viton oil ring cylinder head seals are used in each two cycle kit and Kometic's four cycle engine kits feature only the most advanced multi-layer steel head gaskets. Kometic can tailor to engine builder specific needs through bulk ordering and packaging flexibility. Kometic gaskets are must-haves for championship winning teams across multiple disciplines of both professional and amateur motorsports. Kometic gasket, sealing championships since 1989. Welcome back to our final segment of episode 75 of This Week in Karting. It is February 20th, 24th. 2024 i'm david cole joined by nate dean as again we are bringing you news and notes from the sport of karting and we are now into the ecan editorial segment which uh we had a lot of uh articles written up over the last month including ecan promoter series 2024 which talked we talked with Brittany lobaugh of the texas racing Texas Sprint Racing Series program that will kick off this weekend. So got the lowdown and information about that program coming up uh, for the 2024 season. Um, all the recent uh, WSK Supermaster Series race reports have been published, round one, round two, and round three. Uh, interesting note about round two is we did get to see an American driver at the top of the podium, Lucas Palacio, uh, winning in the mini U10 category uh, in round number two. Um, Nate, I got update. Uh, he was unable to compete in round three, got involved in a practice accident, uh, took himself to the medical facilities and returned the following day to try and compete. Unfortunately, they did not have a release to compete. Uh, the doctors had a 10 day hold on that. So unfortunately, Palacio was not able to uh, get back behind the wheel that weekend. Um, hoping to make the the series finale here coming up soon uh, once that uh, that hold does lift on that. So we're starting to see some uh, a number of Americans, Alessandro Trucheau, Canadian Rocco Simone, doing very well in WSA, WSK competition. Yeah, um, a lot of U.S. representation and kind of the younger classes, uh, a few of them having some experience last year over in Europe, but with uh, moving to any new series and especially moving to a new series that's overseas with brand new tracks that probably most of these guys have never heard of before, it's going to take a little bit of time to grow yourself as a driver and just to learn uh, the racing, the tracks, the tires, just everything about the series and how it runs. So 
a lot of them finding some success in the early stages of 2024. And you have to think that we're going to see some more American flags on the top step of the podium at WSK as the season goes on. Yeah, I'll be interested to see um, how that and the CIA, FIA programs and all that uh, this summer, how well the North American contingent can do in 2024. Uh, the Rotax Winter Trophy race reports are up, as we talked about, that wrapped up the month of January and opened up February uh, with their back-to-back weekends at Orlando Kart Center. So make sure you get on the homepage to check that out along with our trackside coverage from challenge of the Americas T1 and the finale for the Supercarts USA winter series, which was AMR two. Um, all that coverage is available on the website. And speaking of cart lift, we did a product spotlight on the cart lift winch lift, which is again, the one person cart cart stand uh, allowing you to lift your cart up and put it back down on the ground all by yourself using the mechanical winch, mechanical winch uh, that uh, is mounted with the cart lift. Um, that's something that uh, a lot of drivers who don't have a pit crew utilize uh, throughout their career for sure. And then uh, today we're publishing the driver of the month for January 2024. That is Diego Ardiles. Certainly. Uh, Ardila is taking over as the lead junior driver uh, with Rollison Performance Group, Nate. That's a, a new role that he's picked up very well. Yeah, Rollison just has this way of developing junior drivers into really unstoppable forces in the junior categories with Gaffera, then Ernesto Rivera, who's now running over in Europe in the Formula Winter Series doing fairly well over there. Currently sets P10 in the standings after races at Jerez and Valencia and as the third best placed rookie. So that says a lot for Rolson and their development. And now Diego, who has had a very, very strong 2024. He had a really uh, solid 23 as well with him learning off of the other drivers under the RPG tent, especially Ernesto having a couple wins here and there throughout the season and a lot of solid podium finishes. And now he's kind of the head driver of the junior ranks and he's been running with that title so far And any junior race that we've had. It seems to be him who's up there and fighting for it with a couple other guys, but uh, he's been so, so impressive in the early stages of 2024 and to think about just how dominant he's been and we're not even at the end of February. You kind of think he's going to have a couple championships and more race wins coming his way in 2024. Yeah, picked up the Supercarts USA Winter Series Championship this month, uh, wrapping up the X30 program or championship there and was second in the KA Junior Division and picking up where he left off, I think picked up two victories at this past weekend's Florida Winter Tour. So um, a solid start to the 2024 season for Diego Ardiles. Um, next up is our Ecan podcast review talking about the recent shows, uh, all available through iTunes, Google play, Spotify, Podbean, and anywhere else you may download your podcasts. So make sure you subscribe to Ecan radio network or again, give us a review. So again, this week in carding episode 74 from January 22nd is available for download, including our outlap and debrief podcast from challenge of the Americas T1. And our our outlap and debrief podcast for the Supercarts USA Winter Series finale at the AMR Motorplex in Homestead, Florida. The ECAN Radio Network is the only 24-hour, seven days a week channel dedicated to the sport of karting. Um, you can 
you can hear this episode of This Week in Carding playing on the EKN Radio Network. That'll be coming up, of course, on, uh, let's see, today's Tuesday. So on Wednesday, the 21st, and then we'll have it available for podcast after that. And we'll continue to to play our rewinds, playing all the old live broadcasts that we have done in the past. And we are working on our next roundtable. We have a couple topics that we have kind of narrowed it down to, and maybe hopefully we'll be able to get that um, on the schedule very soon uh, for you to be able to listen to. Again, watch on the YouTube channel and be able to listen on the ECAN radio network. So with that, we will head into what's coming on EKN. As we mentioned already, we'll be trackside live for the second stop of the Challenge in the Americas on March 1st through the 3rd, returning back to the Muscleman Honda circuit in Tucson, Arizona for what will be T2 event. Uh, again, the Challenge in Americas will be hosting the third and fourth rounds of the winter program uh, in Tucson, Arizona. A lot uh, to be decided there with the middle rounds of that championship. And then we'll uh, we'll wrap things up there and head back to home for a couple of days before I head down to Orlando Kart Center for the opening round rounds of the Supercart USA Pro Tour uh, hosting the Winter Nationals down there in Orlando, Florida on March 8th through the 10th. So, Nate, um, another back-to-back couple of weekends for myself. Um, again, Challenge America's got uh, all six programs returning. Again, we just we just published that engine uh, distribution or selection that uh, a lot of the drivers have. That was uh, We got some pretty good feedback on that. Um, what 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 what's kind of your thoughts on on the being the that independent program that the Challenge in America has been just after the one first weekend that they've had? I mean, yeah, talking about the engine, uh, the allocations and all that was, I mean, cool to see and cool to build that graphic and seeing the diversity of uh, different people going with different engines, and it's cool to see a race series uh, allowing that between uh, the obviously different engines excuse me that they were running so it's not just uh you know which chassis is quickest on which track what team it is it also brings in that engine factor too so uh it's just really cool to see from coda with the competition being so close uh as of late especially at tucson one looking forward to going back to the quote-unquote regular layout of tucson <laughs> uh that yeah. you guys are so used to so yeah i'll definitely be tuning into that yeah excited to get back to the normal direction that we are going to be going back in tucson and then the 15th season of the Supercars usa pro tour hosting the winter nationals in orlando uh, i think kind of the big story going into that is the new pro show that Supercars usa is going to be doing with car chaser uh all the pro x30 and pro shifter uh, on track events are going to be happening at the end of the day, including a hot pit, uh, open hot pit on Friday for their practice sessions. What, uh, is that kind of your, your thoughts and your focus going into that weekend? Yeah. I mean, that's kind of the, I think what a lot of the North American carding industry is looking at is this new format. See how, uh, that works. I think we you know stars is going to be doing something fairly similar in their programs, nothing from use PKS at the moment. So I think they're going to be holding with their 
2023 yeah, scheduling. They, yeah, USPKS announced, uh, yeah, in that uh, prize package, they, uh, um, press release, they did say they're going to stand, stay with the standardized uh, format of every category having the same schedule throughout the, so the schedule is going to be pretty much the same. So you get what, five, four practice sessions and qualifying on Friday, and then we'll get into the heat races for all the categories, including uh, X30 Pro and and Pro Shifter. Yeah. And even just to have a little bit of uh, differences between series is always good for uh, everyone not to run the exact same format every weekend it would be a bit boring. So uh, good on USPKS for that. It's a format that works, but uh, back to Scusa, I think it will be interesting to watch to see how these pro drivers adapt and how the teams uh, adapt to who will come out of the gates running with this new foreman who's left on the back foot going into the second weekend of the pro tour will be definitely very, very interesting. Yeah. As we saw, GFC was, was pretty stout on uh, challenge in America as we know, uh, formal and Morgato were, were kind of the stars at the excuse winter series. So we get those together, get back with AJ Myers and magic cart program, and probably a few others that uh, will be down in Orlando. So that's certainly going to be front fun. And of course, always the, uh, the competition level on X 30 is going to be great again. And we'll see uh, who's going to be able to stand up and, and be the uh, decisive drivers that'll compete for this year's pro tour championship. Uh, with that, we'll uh, wrap up our show um, again, uh, exciting uh, couple weekends coming up back to back weekends, going to Tucson, going to Orlando, and then again, uh, looking ahead to what will be another busy 2024 season. Nate, any final words as we wrap up our show? Just looking forward to the pro show and what comes in <laughs> Orlando with, I mean, with the Norberg Invitational coming the weekend before, giving some drivers a bit more track time uh, at Orlando this year. And then obviously the pro tour and maybe the Florida winter tour after that, a lot of Orlando this year, maybe not as much as last year, thankfully. But <laughs> I don't know. I'm just looking forward to this how compact this schedule is in this early parts of 2024 a lot of racing a lot of close racing throughout uh, all classes and all series that run so just looking forward to the next weekend where you get to watch some karting really yeah it'll be it'll be exciting back-to-back weekend a bit weekends uh for myself again challenging america excuse the pro tour so that is uh that's what i'm looking forward to getting uh and then Daylight savings time. That's going to be that's going to be the real pain in the butt, really, is <laughs> Sunday in Orlando, uh, losing that hour of sleep. So uh, we're going to have to be on our game uh, all weekend long and prepared for that uh, that loss of an hour as we do the uh, daylight savings. So uh, that's how I end the show. <laughs> daylight savings. <It> sucks. <laughs> I like it, but I don't like it. Uh, um, uh, yeah, so with that, we'll uh, we'll wrap up this week in carding. Again, it's been episode 75. So for Nate Dean, I am David Cole. Thank you for tuning in. <laughs>